0: I write my sermons uh, several weeks and actually a few months before I preach them. I do that for a number of reasons. For one thing, it's just easier for me to do it that way. For another thing, it gives our music folks some time to put some stuff together if they want to coordinate with that. Uh, other reasons for that, but but one of the th- things when I started doing th- this this way, I always was concerned about you know, Lord, I want to make sure that I'm preaching something that's relevant, something that's uh, has something to do with with what people are going through at that moment. So I'm just trusting you. I don't know what's going to happen that day, so Lord, you're just going to have to put the message that you want me to preach on that Sunday morning into my heart, so that I, I know what you you're, you're going to do. But there have been a couple of times that, that I really kind of questioned that. One of them was during 9 11 when that week happened and. All of a sudden, the world changed in the midst of that week. And, and I thought, well, boy, I, you know, i got to have a sermon that 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 somehow answers the hurt and the heartache that, that we're feeling in that. And, and I turned to the sermon that I'd written several months before that happened. And it was a, a passage of Scripture that just deals with the fact that God is here. <laughs> and we can trust Him no matter what we have to face. I couldn't have written a sermon for that day. <laughs> if i 'd have known what was going to happen, which i didn 't but the Lord provided that same thing happened this week as uh, it was just a rapidly changing week, and I know as many of you have been doing at work we 've been involved here at, at church, really struggling and trying to figure out what our best response to this should be, and how we, as a, a people of God should respond and what we should do about our activities and, and then uh, each day something would change and i 'd get it all written up that 's a great policy and the next day, something new would come up and say, oh, God, it's changing all. And then Friday, everything changed with what Greene County Health Department did. So that was a real struggle. And so that's been on my, my plate trying to do that. But in the back of my mind, I was saying, for one thing, I was really glad I already had my sermon written because, because I didn't have a lot of time to do sermon preparation this week. But for, in my back of my mind, I was saying, well, Lord, you know, boy, I hope. I need something that that will help us. Something that will, and then especially on Friday when I began to realize, okay, this is going to be the last time we may be able to get together for a, a couple of weeks. So I really need something to, to say. And, 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 and it turns to, to we're starting a, 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 and we have been a, a new series that's entitled Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that we're exactly thankful for COVID-19. That doesn't quite fit. But then I looked at what we're doing. The powerful love of God. Thanksgiving. And I realized, you know what, Lord? That's exactly what we need. It's easy to be thankful when everything's going great. But it's tough to be thankful when things aren't going so well. And that was the truth for the, the church at Corinth. We're reading in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Uh, we're going to be looking at verse 4 through 6 this morning. And uh, they were facing some really, really difficult times. I mean, you think we're facing tough stuff. This is. And, and I'm not putting down what we're going through. This is a difficult crisis, and we're going to get through it, and the Lord's going to see us through it. But, but this is nothing <laughs> compared to what the believers in Corinth were facing. It, it just doesn't even begin to compare. And Paul writes to them uh, this exact message, to be thankful. Now Paul writes about some of the mess that the people in Corinth were going through. Some of what they were facing was uh, inflicted upon them from outside, from people that were persecuting the church, from things that they had no control over. Some of the stuff they were facing was (laughs) self-inflicted. They had made some bad choices, and, and it was creating just a tremendous mess. And so Paul deals with that. We have two of his letters. He actually wrote several to the city of Corinth, at least three, we think probably four and maybe more that we're not aware of. There are at least two letters that are referenced in the two letters that we have, first and second Corinthians. So he writes a lot to this church because they were going through a lot of stuff. But despite all of that, despite the problems that they faced and despite the fact that they had really made some very bad choices in their life as a church, Paul starts the body of his letter with these words of thanksgiving. Verse 4, I always thank God for you because of his grace given you in Christ Jesus. For in him you have been enriched in every way, in all your speaking and in all your knowledge, because our testimony about Christ was confirmed in you. There's a couple things to note very quickly this morning. First, note that Paul always gave thanks to God for the Corinthians. Always. Not just sometimes. Not just when the church was growing. Not just when the church was doing what it was supposed to be doing. Always. Even when they were struggling. Even when some of them were attacking him. Paul still gave thanks. For them. Always. How can we get to that point? How can we be thankful even in a time when we don't know what the next newscast is going to (laughs) bring? When we don't know what new issue, new complication, new problem is going to come? How can we still be thankful always? Well, Paul gives us some important pointers. First and foremost, he is thankful in the unchanging power and grace of Jesus Christ. He mentions specifically that he is thankful for the grace given to the Corinthians through their relationship with Jesus. Too often, our thanksgiving for someone... Is because they've done something for us. And and that's absolutely right. Paul himself does that. He thanks the Philippians for gifts that they had sent to him in a difficult time. So there's nothing wrong with being thankful for, for people who have been instrumental in our life, who have done good things for us. That's a good thing to be thankful for them. But what about those who are just a hot mess of problems? That's the way it was in the Corinthian church. They were just a mess. But as twisted and messed up as the Corinthian church was, nothing could take away the grace they knew in Jesus Christ. Nothing. When we focus on people's mistakes or when we focus on the circumstances of life, We're going to get frustrated. We're going to get mad. We're going to get upset. We're going to get everything but thankful. But when we focus on the grace that we know in Jesus, we can always be thankful. Even when we're having to figure out on our computer how to watch National Heights live stream service next week, we can still be thankful. (laughs) Always. Second, Paul starts out with something amazingly positive. Again, the Corinthians were a mess. They were making all kinds of bad decisions. They were doing stuff wrong. They were even attacking Paul. But Paul describes them as enriched in every way in Jesus. There was nothing that they needed that they did not have as a church. And again, and we're going to look at some of this as we read through this letter. They just had all kinds of things going wrong. You would think the Corinthian church was about to close its doors and just walk away. But Paul says, no, you've got everything you need in Jesus. Verse 5, he points out their riches, specifically in speaking and in knowledge, this church knew what to say and how to say it. Now, they didn't always do it quite the way they should have, but they knew Jesus and they knew how to tell people about Jesus. And Paul knew as long as you do that, you got everything you need. As long as you know Jesus and you tell other people about Jesus, you're being the church. Now, we'll deal with all the problems and all those other stuff, Paul says. We'll, we'll work through all of that. But as long as you're doing those two things, you're doing Exactly, what Christ has called you to do. So in a time like this, that's what we need to focus on. That we know Jesus and we know how to tell people about Jesus. Paul describes how his testimony in Christ, how he was going around the world telling people about how Jesus could change your life. And he could point to the Corinthians, who came out of a horribly pagan society. It was terrible. Corinth was an awful, awful place. We talked about that last week. This was the Las Vegas of the Roman world. And worse, it was a terrible, terrible place. The Corinthian believers came out of that, and God had transformed their life. And Paul could say, hey, if you think God doesn't change people's lives, just look at the Corinthians. Just look what's happening there. They were proof that the gospel is real. So what does this mean for us? Well, first of all, as believers, even in the midst of a coronavirus pandemic, we can be thankful. Not for the bad stuff. We're not thankful for the bad circumstances. We're not thankful that there's a virus. But we're thankful there's a God who's bigger than the virus. A God for whom this was not a surprise. He knew this was coming. And he knows how to use us as his church to minister in a time of darkness when the world desperately needs light. We can be thankful. And we not only know the Savior... His spirit lives in us. Your life is a testimony to the most important, powerful knowledge the world has ever known. We sometimes call it the Sunday school answer. You know, any question they ask in Sunday school, just say Jesus and you'll always be right. (laughs) That's true, actually it's not just true in Sunday school. It is true right now. Now, I am tremendously grateful we have... Some, see, I just touched my face again. I do that all the time. That's so hard not to do. I am so grateful that we have medical scientists and doctors who God has given tremendous knowledge to help us deal with all of this. And they are working literally 24 hours every day. They are working around the clock to, to get a handle on this. I am blessed and grateful to God that we have them. I'm grateful we have some, some men and women in authority in our government who who have the wisdom to do some of the things like they did here in Springfield. And a lot of people kind of got up in arms when there's a all, well, cancel church? What are you talking about? Yikes. What's that? What's that mean? Well, that's because God's given them good knowledge for a way to flatten the curve, like they say, to try to get a handle on this and get our community through this. I am so grateful God has given us good men and women who have wonderful, wonderful knowledge and, and, and know what to do. Because I sure don't. <laughs> I don't know about any of this. So I'm grateful for that. But I am even more grateful. That no matter what we face as believers, we always have the answer and His name is Jesus. That will never change. And that is reason to give thanks. Heavenly Father, this morning we come to you thankful. That's a strange word to use this week. Because there's been a lot of circumstances for which we're not thankful. A lot of things, a lot of news, a lot of stuff It's just thrown us for a loop. It's thrown our community for a loop. It's thrown our world for a loop. But God, this isn't anything that's beyond your control. You've got this. And for that, we are thankful that as a people of God, we can trust you even in the midst of a crisis, even in the midst of a time of difficulty. We can trust you. You're in control, and you have given us a message to share. Lord, if ever there was a time that our world needs the message of Jesus, and and the world needs that message all the time, but if ever there was a time when that message needs to shine out loudly and brightly, it is now. And so, Lord, help us do that. As a church, help us to do ministry in a time when that has to be a little creative, Give us wisdom in ways that we can continue to reach out to our community when physically we may not be able to do some of the things that we normally would like to do. Lord, give us wisdom as individuals. And the same thing, in ways that we can show the love of Christ in creative ways that through this time people would turn their heart to You. God, we give thanks. In Jesus' name. Amen.